Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I gotta tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive special offers and take advantage of great promos for the big game and the upcoming college basketball tournament. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older, and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too, 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast. Today it's a replacement episode, but we have the best of the best in the replacements. It's Bo, it's Dr. Fax, we're hanging out. You'll hear from Kingston and Cowboy as well. This will be an entertaining show. Bo and Fax both have wonderful basketball stories that you'll enjoy. Bo played a pickup game with some Eagles buddies, and Fax just played in a recent charity game. One went well, one went not so well. You'll hear about it. We also dive into the XFL, the favorite rules, the best plays. Why it's some of the most electric football around. We also talk about Clyde Edwards' Allaire in the New York Fashion Show, what food is acceptable to eat on planes, and what animals you want defending you if you're in an arena and have to survive an hour. And at the end, we do a little draft. It's best replacements in everyday life. Some hot takes in that one. It's a fun time. We'll be back on Tuesday with Macon. It'll be a Macon takeover. He'll have a couple guests. And make sure to stay tuned this afternoon, 4.30 p.m. Eastern, for the AMP show on the AMP app. Y'all enjoy yourselves. Chris is in sub-Saharan Africa doing charity work and climbing mountains. So today we have a special replacement pod with the Butter King, Dr. Fax, Cowboy Reed, and the gang. That's right. Having a nice little time in Studio J. I feel like Jamal from The Replacements. Who was, <laughs> who was played by Faison Love <laughs> in that movie. And That's a I'm good a, player comp for you, Facts. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know if you were on uh, or you were listening to any of the episodes, but back in college, the message boards, when they used to do the lookalikes, I used to get Faison Love like probably every every other week in college for for comps when i had no hair that's how that's a pretty good one and i honestly that scene where he shoots up um shoots up the car is one of my favorite like comedic scenes of all time oh i'm a son of a bitch son of a bitch i'm a son of a bitch you're gonna pay for it no i'm not that's great yeah so you guys bring up replacements it's not a full replacement show but chris is out of town and we're we're taking over studio j having a good little time um and so uh, we're going to do Nate's yellow. Yer. And it is to Gate City, Virginia. Shout out to Matt McClung. Matt McClung, yep. He is what I found out from a very, 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 very small town. 
Um, I did some research, and I don't know if census just hasn't been back there since 2010, but it, the stats on where he's from is from 2010, and there was a population of 2,034 people. That's right. Where it's, the dunk contest, the current dunk contest winner is from. That's right. So he, he from Gate City, Virginia. He won the 2023 uh, dunk contest, NBA All-Star dunk contest. He's played in the league, I think, a little bit. Uh, the Lakers. Four games. You know, yeah, four, four games in yeah, the yeah, NBA. Yeah. Before, before but, the dunk contest, he got picked up like um, by th- the Sixers. Yeah, yeah, but not everybody here around here loves him because he committed to Georgetown out of mm-hmm. high school rather than UVA. Yeah, and then finished his career at Texas Tech. Um, wow, could you imagine some someone electric like that if they came to UVA? <laughs> I couldn't even picture it. Yeah, <laughs> to, to be he, honest, he has some bounce. You, you saw clips of him going around on Twitter of him just like jumping out of the gym in some pickup games. Yeah, the best the the best thing about him winning is now like seeing his high school um, mixtapes and yeah. highlight tapes resurface, and now you see kind of like. The people who train him or have workout videos with him, you see those start surfacing, and you really see like, wow, this kid has a lot of leg strength, and he has a he's very very bouncy. We might have uh, so the because of that basketball um, basketball uh, you know take, we might have some um, we might have your basketball highlight tape resurfacing. We'll get into that in a little bit, but <laughs> Bo, you might have a layup line for us. I got a layup line, baby. Chris is away. I think you said last week when the cat's away, the mice will play. Anything goes for the layup line. I got a jaunty tune. It's called Mon Chari by Sophie Tucker. I think you guys are going to like it. What, uh, Sophie Tucker, have you been listening to her for a while? Uh, on and off. Nothing yeah. crazy, but... And does she have any other good tunes? Honestly, I need to do some more research on that one, Cowboy. Sophie, inter- so S-O-F-I-T-U-K-K-E-R. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, how do you put, how do you spell Moncherie? M-O-N-C-H-E-R-I. You know what it means in French? I do not. My dear. My I dear. My dear. Mm-hmm. Moncherie. My darling. Mm, Nice. Ooh, sounds like a nice Riz line. Mon the song Chari. is in French as well. We're trying to get cultured on the pod, you know? Yeah. Thanks for like elevating it. us, Bo. We appreciate that. So that's a good... Butter be, King does what he can. Yeah, that'll be added to the layup line uh, playlist. But back to basketball, we were talking about your um, your high school mixtape. You had a... Uh, facts, you had a little basketball interaction this weekend. Yeah, so I participated in a local... Um, they had a fundraiser slash charity game. Um, unfortunately... Um, a young gentleman from this area um, passed away recently, so they did um, a charity basketball game to raise money for the funeral and for the family. Um, all the costs went to them, um, but it was a bunch of local guys and um, local yeah, celebrities, ask, right? Yeah, it was local celebrities versus like kind of like the local, like the locals. So like it, it was a bunch of people from the community, and um, I I got picked to be on a team and. To my surprise, the team I ended up playing on, um, I was, I guess, good enough to start, and I thought I played pretty well. Stats. And, <laughs> what were your stats? So my stats were I had 11 points and 12 rebounds. Oh. Um, I had a few steals. Double-double. 
Um, I'm not gonna lie, my knee is still stiff. My left knee that I got <laughs> I had surgery on is still stiff. Um, it was a very physical game, and I was very, very, very winded. But I was very pleased with my <laughs> performance, mainly because my girlfriend has me and my girlfriend have a little age gap, and she has not seen me do anything athletic and competitive, like in a competitive sense, um, ever. So her being there kind of like put a little more flame under the fire, like knowing that, hey, I, I have to, if I don't play well, like right now, the only like athletic memories or anything like that my girl has of me are basically now like just like old war stories like and showing old video clips of of me in the league and things like that but to go out there and be able to perform not get hurt have a good time um my team did lose which was unfortunate but at the end of the day it was all for a good cause and it was a pretty good turnout and i'm pleased with the videos <laughs> that are circulating now mm -hmm. from the game and i got like i got some highlights in there so now oh. i, I kind of have some proof that let's make a mixtape yeah exactly it's not let's just get a mixtape dr facts it's not just me talking trash that i can play a little bit of basketball so it felt good i'll say uh from the video we saw it wasn't just spot up threes they were <laughs> you collected them there were a couple off the dribble you know you off balance you were leaning a couple ways and i got and, one with a hand in the face too. yeah i felt i felt good yeah i felt good a couple, honestly a couple with a hand in the face <laughs> yeah um and good passes too um it seemed like a good good atmosphere no yeah it was um it it was definitely a fun time and it is definitely giving me a little itch we talked about it like in-house but there's a local summer league that maybe maybe leaning towards wanting to participate yeah. or be involved some type of way now that got a little itch and playing against like most of the guys that are um involved with that league during this game it it seems like something that um it would probably be enjoyable and at the end of the day I think my only thing I'm scared of is just playing outside on concrete. Well, and we might have a ringer for our team now. Yeah. You might be the ringer, bringing everybody in. Um, I don't remember the last time I played basketball. I don't know if Kingston, it's been a while for you. But Bo, what are you has talking been... about, Reed? We played 2v2 with Macon and well, Scott the yeah, other day. Yeah, 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 basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in, in office? Yeah, in office, mini hoop basketball. How, where... how are you on that? Well, no, really, I'm terrible really at all. intense. Yeah, I'm terrible. At really all, physical. But, uh, yeah, it's you seem you seem like a defensive fouler guy. You seem like a guy yes. that's gonna take all <laughs> yes. five fouls. And are you gonna die for a ball? I don't know. Maybe. I Maybe th not I think, in here. There's too many sharp. Yeah, corners, but like but... I think in the game, I think you would be the guy that's 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 on the ground diving for the ball. Yeah, energy, hustle. Has, has yeah, Bo, Bo? Have you ever played basketball? Oh, my God. Let me tell you guys about the last time I played basketball. I remember it vividly. So this was also, like you, Fax, this was a celebrity basketball tournament or a game, actually, when I was in Philly. And it was kind of a, like, I didn't, I kind of underestimated how big of a deal it was. It was, there's a packed house at Delaware University. It was kind of the dead season, the dead point in the off season in Philly. It was probably like 2015. There was no guys around. Mm -hmm. And so it was me, Vinnie Curry. And my buddy, Will Murphy, who was a practice squad wide receiver uh, in Philadelphia at the time. And I think it was like our, you know, like our media guy or something, like set it up. Like we were getting paid to do this. It was like a thousand bucks. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm doing this. You know, I'm on oh, my wait. first deal. A thousand bucks playing this basketball game. 
Bro, I grew up in Minnesota, okay, playing hockey. I've never fucking played basketball. <laughs> I played, like, rec league basketball with my boys. Didn't th- agree to do this thing. Like, we had these sick jerseys made. Like, that's pretty much half the reason I did it. I had this 94 Eagles, like, black jersey. It looks sick. Like, I borrowed some shoes from my buddy Connor Barwin. Didn't, like, it was the most embarrassing and p- pathetic athletic performance of my life, dude. We yeah. went out the night before, like, hard, randomly. Woke up, we're like, dude, we have to do, go to this basketball thing. Totally, like, we totally forgot about it. So one of our friends, Mel, picked up me and Will Murphy. We were just reeking of whiskey, drove like an hour down to Delaware, stopped at Taco Bell along the way, just chugging Gator Lights, like trying to get our mind right, talking each other up. Like, dude, this is going to go great. Like, we'll be fine. Like, there's just like normal people, man. Like, we're like professional athletes. Like, we're football players. We'll be great. Strapped on the shoes, dude. Did not score a single point. Was out oh. there sweating profusely <laughs> the entire time. No, 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 no. How many so shots hungover. did you take? How many shots did you like take? Like four though? or five. I airballed the first <laughs> shot. Our friend Mel was sitting up in the stands, and she overheard people talking like, these guys play for the Eagles? Like, these guys <laughs> It was so, so bad. We drove out of that bitch in complete silence on the way back. And our, our, the media guy, like, texted us, like, heard it went really good today. Like, great job. We were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It totally went really good. Like, <laughs> oh, when did we get that goodness. paycheck? It was absolutely horrible. It was so bad that every year on the anniversary, Murph, he'll text me a picture of us. Just, like, hands. We're, we're like, gas, Like, hands on our hips. So sweaty. And just be like, hey, this is the anniversary, man. Let's never be like this again. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of thing where I feel like the performance you gave, you have to get the check before you leave the building. Mm-hmm. It was know? so bad. It made me really <laughs> question like everything about myself. So I haven't played basketball since we all know that I'm a pickleball guy. Now, you know, Chris doesn't let me talk about it on the podcast, but he's fucking gone. So we can talk about as much. Pickleball yeah. As I want, sent you but... a, I sent you a video and I, I kind of feel like the video of um, that female I sent you playing pickleball. I feel yeah. like the contenders here was going against, it's probably what like you and your partner look like. You guys are probably like out there looking real cocky, <laughs> and I feel like you should. I feel like we should try to spam her, so like we could she's set up good, a match. Dude. Yo, she's Jenna really Banny. Good. She's actually like really athletic too. Like you go on her Instagram page, like she's doing all sorts of different sports. The best so thing about that, so she's better than you in pickleball. Come on now, like <laughs> I, I would, I would dot her. Do, do you body do you shots so? only? Think so. Hey, there's only one way to find out facts. Let's, she was putting say. some spin on those serves, man. Can you, you so spin? Do you do you and and Ryan Griffin and the and the fellas? You guys put spin on your shots. You guys know how to handle it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll, right. I'll be playing later today. We got a good little crew. Uh, I'll I'll see if I can get like some highlights or something. I'll strap on a GoPro. We'll see, make some content out of that it. That would be perfect. You, a GoPro, yeah, bro, a Bo Because I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, I feel like I feel like you're embellishing your your, your pickleball <laughs> skills just. A little bit, just because I I went out there and I tried it a little bit, and I, I seen a few people play, and I'm not a tennis player, and I feel like it's something that if you're good at tennis, you're probably awesome at pickleball, and just the motions is not football esque. But you said you played hockey, so maybe you have, maybe you can swing the racket differently. 
So I'll give you that, but I, I have to see some video, man. We should have uh, we should have played in Arizona, man. That's like pickleball mecca right now. Bro, you yeah. didn't stay long enough to do anything, man. You missed Dude, everything. You're, you're talking to FOMO Bo right here, facts. <laughs> I haven't seen you since Arizona, so we haven't really had time to go over this. But like, you guys had me fucked up talking about all the fun stuff you're doing on Friday because I left at 6 a.m. on Friday. No, Matt but I'm drove mad me to the airport because I want to know what happened. In the fucking party that we didn't get into that you graciously, luckily <laughs> got into, you and Chris. And I'm not going to lie. I was salty because I'm like, hey, I'm an ex-player too. Can I go in? And they're Dude. like, and you guys just, you, Chris and Clay's Campbell's like, yeah, peace out. There's other clubs over there, guys. <laughs> Let you me guys tell you exactly okay. what happened. <laughs> we're standing in line. Like, we're standing in line forever. B. Nelly was working his agent stuff trying to get us in. And I turn around and there's the biggest motherfucker in the entire world I've ever seen. And he goes, hey, what's up, man? I'm Calais Campbell. And I was like, yeah, dude, I fucking know who you are. Like, I play football against you, and you're fucking massive. Everybody knows who you are. And so he's talking to the bouncer to, like, get him in. The bouncer was, like, real gunshot. You know how bouncers will be, you know. Yeah. You give them a little shred of power, and they love it. Oh, but my like, God. They were the real, is the worst. real timid around Calais. So Calais, like, gets, like, 15 people in. Chris is getting in, and I'm kind of, like, left out there in the dust. I was like, hey, Calais, don't, don't forget about me, man. He's like, all right, this guy's with me too. And I just followed him <laughs> all the way into the club. So if you ever need a pass to get into the club, just Wait, get in his so, hip pocket, man. Okay, so that party that you got into that night, what stars and celebrities were in there? Like, what party was that? And then we'll tell you about the Drake party. Um, <laughs> honestly, I think it was Rick Ross, man. And Chris and I met Rick Ross at our, like, Super Bowl uh, ceremony in Philly. So, like, we go way back with Ricky Rose. Like, we're pretty good friends <laughs> of his. I'm, I'm surprised we weren't on the list. But so we were you, catching up. We, so we saw have, a bunch of uh, Eagles guys. We were catching up okay. with Kamu. Uh, I, like, I went to buy a shot of tequila, like a shot of beer, you know, classic little move when you get into the bar. 20 bucks? Yeah. Dude, listen to this. So, the bartender was like, I was like, yeah, okay, it's like five shots of tequila, five beers. And she's like. Yeah, sure. Like, what do you want? I was like, I don't, I don't care. Anything as long as it's not rail. Two hundred thirty dollars. Four hundred and fifty bucks. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, this ain't rail. But like, I just paid it and just like, oh fuck, you know? Hell no! You paid that? <laughs> yeah, dude. I was drunk already. Whatever. Just that's a write-off, man. It's a business expense, you know. I'm not how with, many with, shots and how many beers? Five no. shots, five beers. Four hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I should have been like, hey, can you put this on Calais's tab? (laughs) At the the cash app party, all the tequila was free. Exactly. All the Taco Bell, too. Free. And there was waitresses with Taco Bell, bro. Pizza tacos, crunchy uh, gordita wraps. Bro, how much did you eat, Facts? Yo, actually, it saved me because our journey home that night was was crazy waiting to get food and waiting for a car so i had about like four tacos i i shoved like four tacos like down my throat quick yeah <laughs> before we left and honestly i think it it, it saved me because it did take us a damn hour and a half to get food from filiberto's not their fault it was <sighs> yeah you know four in the morning or whatever the heck but you, cash app should put it on you had a full day on Friday, man. So Boy, did we have a full day. Oh, man. Waste management open. Yeah. It was you missed a lot. Dude, he, you missed a lot, dude. Dude, no, but what else you missed, bro? Well, I don't know if you're really into into weed like I am and like the rest of the guys, but going into a dispensary and being able mm-hmm. to get an ounce of whatever you want, like 
that that was pretty dope. <laughs> it was it, it was a lot of fun. And if any dispensaries hear this and they want to offer it to to us, we will gladly come because that is a fun experience and we had a blast. Um, what else did we do? We yeah, the waste management. I you, think that's something. I think that I think that's something we should pencil in. As long every as it, season, if it if it doesn't collide with Super Bowl week, like the waste management, I think it's right up. It's right everyone's up our alley. alley. Yeah. You Facts. you did a great job inspecting all the porta potties. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they were all up to code. Gross, <laughs> gross. <laughs> Some of the scenes at the porta potties is just like, I don't even know how. I don't know how people just like I, I don't know I, I like people going in the bathroom in public or maybe it's just that you just get so drunk. I don't drink like that to that to the point I get blackout or I'm like feeling like I'm about to shit on myself or whatever. <laughs> so I maybe I don't understand, but the scenes at the porta potties like there was absolutely treacherous and disgusting. Yeah, there were some nasty. You sent through some nasty pictures, but also like. It was a weird environment, and Bo, you went there on, um, I think, on Thursday. Uh, it's you know they they it's a it's a golf tournament, yeah. but it's really just a massive party while yeah. people are playing golf. I think you know? I seen I think I seen about maybe two shots. Yeah, that's I what seen, Kyle I said. Seen, I seen one guy yeah. putt randomly because when we were in the corner um, and we were talking to Bob Mennery. And and that and that and that fake um caddy <laughs> who thought I was Legarrette. I see Blunt, you, Legarrette. Who swore I was Legarrette Blunt? During that interaction, there was someone punt- putting like in the background, and I happened to look, and they missed the putt. And I think I maybe watched one guy tee off in, on sixteen, just one time, and. I don't remember any other golf going on. Yeah, there then, really wasn't. And much. do we know like the whole thing is like people really waiting for the 16 for someone to potentially hit a home like yeah, a hole yeah. in one on the 16. Yeah. It, no one it didn't happen. No one got a hole in one at least while we were there. Okay. Um but yeah, the 16th uh, and I think that was that was where you were, Bo, right on on Thursday the sixteenth. So yep. um, it's that stadium hole, you know, uh, seating all around. They'll boo you if you don't get hit it on the green. They cheer, you know, they go crazy. Oh. Last year, and you'll you'll you would Me have and seen Chris were this. there for the streaker. Yeah, you guys saw the streaker, and and last year, um, you'll you would have seen this if you watched the full swing Netflix documentary. But yeah. Harry Higgs uh, and Joel Damon are playing together. Harry Higgs is probably like a forty foot putt. Um, the, and they're like the early group. They're like bottom of the of the leaderboard. They're the early group. They're playing by themselves, and so they go. Uh, Higgs hit this, hits this putt. It goes in, rips his shirt off, and then all the fans just start raining beers down on the down on the on the golf course. So there's just beers covered all over the place. And then Joel Damon rips his shirt off, and then whatever other beers they can find just start launching them. Like all these like fans. cheering, like oh yeah, like, like cheering. Oh, like, okay, okay. Go. And you see, I mean, you see it erupt like. Um, <laughs> Trying to think of a, a a good compliment, but like, you know, I'll I'll see I'll, I'll show you the video. It's just like I, an explosion of beer in the stands. No, I, I just started watching uh, Full Swing Cowboy. It's pretty good, man. I it's good, isn't uh, it? Episode one last night. Yeah, it yeah, was pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I like the uh, the JT and the Jordan Spieth little stuff they had, and then he yeah, the frenemy. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. PG isn't it wild how they're here. just like, uh, oh, you want to do like a hundred dollars a hole? Oh, how about this chip yeah. for a hundred bucks? Yeah. Oh, how, yeah, let's bet I mean, on this for a thousand dollars. 
they probably play so many practices oh, yeah. together just trying to recreate some sort of competitive atmosphere. Oh, exactly. I, I honestly feel like it's a blessing that I'm not good at golf because, honestly, I feel like <laughs> golf is something, like, for me personally, I knew if I was good, I would take any bet at any time. Right. Like, it's, it's like one of those games. Like, if you're confident, like, in your game, it's just like, yeah, like, I'll take money off you, like, yeah. easily. And it's a, it's a game that – you can bet on anything. Oh, yeah. you want to? I'll drive this hole. Closest Let's play. The, yeah, closest close to the pin. The pin. Yeah. Bogey up, bogey down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Skins. Well, you know those dudes are degenerates too. And then in the uh, like, Michael Jordan's famous for gambling mm-hmm. on golf. Yeah. But like JT and uh, Spieth in the plane on the way to like, I don't know, some uh, some match. They're betting on like the PGA, high guard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. In my in my video game bucks. video game days, playing Tiger Wood, like I used to mm-hmm. get really competitive with my friends. Yeah. Like, being able to use the analog and get it the right way for power shots and things like that. Yeah, I, I remember how competitive that like you would get with that, and I could just think about doing that in real life. Just being like, yeah, like if I was really good, because I see I see a lot of my friends play, but it's just like I, maybe it's because football. Like my back doesn't have it. Like I, like, you gotta have like these guys have really strong cores and low backs mm-hmm. because you don't realize just. Sitting there swinging for four to six hours straight, like that shit takes a toll on. Oh me. yeah, yeah, man. You can get sore after you know just one hour on the range, dude. And I, then I, these dudes do it all it day. Was two fifteen-minute running halves this basketball game four, three, four <laughs> days ago, and I'm still stiff. So it's just like, sheesh. Yeah, I feel you, facts. I'm still recovering <laughs> from that celebrity basketball game, man. I haven't been the same since, bro. Cash App, the easy way to send, spend, save, and invest with friends. Cash App helps you connect effortlessly with your finances and with your people, and that's money. I love going on a float with my buddies and my custom Cash App card. We head out to the James River, we pick up some drinks, we pick up some snacks along the way, somebody pays with their custom Cash App card, and we all share our cash tags and split the bill. That is what friends are for. Cash App provides us with an easy way to send and spend money, save and invest in stock and Bitcoin. Cash App, however, does not provide a dry pair of pants. You want to remember that when you get off the river. Try the number one finance app in the App Store. Whether sending, spending, saving, investing, splitting, tipping, donating, or gifting, that's money, and that's Cash App. Download Cash App from the App Store or Google Play Store today to create your own cash tag. The new year is here, and there's no better way to kick off 2023 than by making sure you're feeling like your best self. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand that's fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Liquid IV is kind of like a jack-of-all-trades. I can use it with a hangover. I can use it when I get home from a night of drinking. I can use it before a workout. I can use it after a workout. Uh, I can use it when I'm just feeling a little foggy and I got to fire on all cylinders to deliver these takes. My favorite flavor is watermelon, but I'll try any of them. They got Concord grape, lemon lime, pina colada, tropical punch, strawberry, passion fruit, guava, acai berry. With three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks made with premium ingredients, non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy and soy, Liquid IV is on a mission to change the world. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 25 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Grab your Liquid IV 
in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code GREENLIGHT at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code GREENLIGHT at liquidiv.com. So I guess you guys aren't planning on signing with the XFL. Oh, yeah. I got in a debate with uh, these dudes I play pickleball with. Scotty Miller, wide receiver for the Bucs. Uh, he's going to be a free agent soon. But he asked me, he's, he's like, could you play in the XFL today? If they called you up, could you play? Because I was you told, watching. You told him no, right? I, I was like, fuck yeah, I could play, bro. I'd be out there every snap. But, but like, but honestly, would but, I play? No, but, on, I but, honest, but honestly, you, you probably wouldn't be that good right now. Would you? Come find me, bro. Come, come, hey, why what don't position? we fucking, what position, bro? Like, honestly, I feel like in, in like, 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 honestly, honestly, if you were in the XFL and I was in the XFL and I played offensive line, there's no way you're going, there's no way you're being productive in a game against me. <laughs> hey, next time, next time we're together, man, we'll do a one-on-one. I'm going to fucking bull rush you to oblivion. Let's see how your back feels after that, rap. <laughs> I'm, I'm, cu- I'm cutting you. I'm a smart Cut. player. I'm going to hurdle I'm, you, bro. I'm, well, hurdle? I'm going to hurdle you. Uh, you're going to have to prove that to me, bro. <laughs> Actually, though, I bet you we could play O-line in the XFL because I was uh, watching. What, what game was I watching? The Orlando. Uh, that's their weakest. That's the weakest spot in the league yeah, right now. They can't find yeah. any any O-linemen. I wonder, uh, do, you, do you, think if, you, think, you think if Kyle put us through like a year of training, like by next season, like we could be like low tier, like like XFL, like maybe like backup or or starting starting like O lineman. I'm not I, even sure it would take a year. I feel like I you don't guys. You give me a summer. Yeah, you give me You give me two months of training with Kyle. A little pass that little, you know. Yeah. A shit, Joe. A little Joe technique. That's all you'll need. Yeah, last see, week, a little alternate play, hand punch. I think yeah. I could get in there and, and play center. You know, work on yeah. my snaps a little bit. Yeah, I think I would be like a probably a decent pulling guard. Like, cause honestly, with my confidence, I, I think I can take on like one on like one on one like blocks like like blocking someone for a couple of seconds. I think I can do that without like getting a penalty. But it's just like, just like everything, taking on games and picks and and, and flying down linebackers. I think that'll be a little like a little tough. But. And honestly, I feel like the XFL for you guys, just you know, in your mind, uh, could be a, a training or a, a proving ground. For a position you never played before, like the O line, say For Kyle sure. wanted to be a be a tight end or some shit. Yeah, Chris wanted be, to be I like, fuck it, I'll play quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, we're in a dead period right now of you know no football. It's you know we got the combine is kind of the next big big thing for for the nfl so it was a little bit fun to watch some of the X, xfl stuff over the weekend like i said i watched that game and then wade phillips is the coach yeah mm-hmm. um houston roughnecks yeah heinz ward and it's interesting too because all the head coaches in the xfl are are gms and so then i was thinking like i loved the 2001 xfl season like this is the third iteration they did one in 2001 uh, which I think we all kind of remember. Like I had a, mm-hmm. I was telling you guys the other day. Like I had a XFL football. Like that, that thing same, just, it was so football. sick. I it was black. Football. It had it's the like, big red X on it, the silver laces. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think how I got my hands on that, but I definitely had that same exact football. And I just remember being young and low key wanting a he hate me jersey when that when that when that I mean, started. That's the coolest thing. That that exactly. ha, have being able to have your nickname. Like on your jersey, and if you were like good, like he was, 
that that was that was pretty that was pretty cool. What would you put on your jersey on the back of your jersey? Like right now, Doctor Facts, but probably like when I was playing, just probably like Big Nate or Nasty Nate, probably most I'm likely going. Nasty Nate. <laughs> if they do, if we play in the XFL, let's say we play next season, you know, we're I'm a I'm a center, you're a left guard. You you do doc. I'm just doing straight emojis on the back of my jersey. <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah, that'll be fine. I'm gonna like, change it up every week depending on like what my mood for the week is. No, I'm just gonna put the black doctor emoji in the fax machine. Like on my yeah, back. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone's gonna be yeah. like, "What just, the hell is that?" I'm doing emojis on the back of my jersey. You guys and can decipher this shit. Honestly, those would be highly purchased jerseys in no, the I XFL. So. You know, um, uh. uh Shop. Whatever, yeah, shop. Let's mock up some green light XFL jerseys for me and Doctor for the Butter King and Doctor Fast. Oh, they look but so it, I mean, good. Some of those 2001 rules were hilarious, though. Like no opening kickoff. They have the opening scramble. They called it, or like mm-hmm. two dudes just race for a ball. You know, it's almost like a face off in lacrosse. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, uh, so I was watching the, I was watching some clips of that. That shit was so fun. I mean, we do that in, back in the day, and like I guess I was in middle school with that big. Black XFL football is so fun. And then 2001 rules, like, they had no fair catches or no kneeling in the end zone. So I was on YouTube just watching clips of people getting destroyed. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, no, the, the no halo rule is crazy to think I about. Know. Like, that that could seriously get someone killed, like, the well, no I, halo rule. I love how they, like, leaned so far into the, like, this is a more aggressive form of football. Like, this mm-hmm. is extreme football. And now kind of... <laughs> I mean, with some of the rules of the of the XFL, like I was brushing up on those after watching that game, and it's interesting because like they kind of got away from that a little bit. Like I was hoping maybe they lean into that, but with player safety and everything, and it just feels like they're trying to, uh, you know, try out some rules that might I'm, that people have talked about on like social media and stuff, and in the media that might be better for uh, I don't know for the game. So it is interesting to see how some of these rules might affect the. I tweeted the game this going forward. I tweeted this. As of now, I don't hate it. Like I don't hate the the product that they, that was put out there. I think The Rock and his team, um, they did for the first week. I think they did a great job. Um, it just like we we're saying, we love football here. Mm-hmm. We absolutely love it. And for him to put a product out there that is just not immediately, we, we live in a we live in a world that like if it was bad, like if it was bad product everyone have been shitting on this, like, been yeah. like, yo, this is terrible. What the hell is The Rock doing? And I think from this, just this first week, this revamp, and maybe the COVID year helped that they couldn't, they couldn't start and they really got stuff together. I, I, I kind of like what was put out there. And it's something that for a guy, like, like when I was playing, I was on the fringe, and when I got hurt in the NFL, your next step thinking about getting back into the game it's I ended up I was confident enough that hey I can go to Canada and do my thing in Canada if my body responds the right way like then if it's meant to be I'll get back to the league but a lot of guys are afraid to do that for one you're not tr- trying to really leave the country and then with the CFL you have to sign a two-year deal and that's scary for a lot of guys because in a perfect world you want to play one year you're like oh I'm gonna ball out on these Canadian dudes and then like the NFL team's gonna want to pick me up and it's not it doesn't really happen like that so having this be an option now where you can make 60k like right after a season if you're on a practice squad and or if you're a fringe guy maybe just got cut and you can stay in shape and you can put some good film 
And like you're saying, you're playing with real coaches and real guys. And at the end of the day, it's something where it's also about relationships. These coaches, they they still are like have relationship with other coaches in the league and they can get the insight, hey, how's this guy really doing in practice? Mm-hmm. How's this guy as a person? Like, should we give him another chance? And it's something where if you're doing your right, if you're doing the right thing, like you can use this to as a real good opportunity for some of these guys to maybe get back. Or, hey, if you want to just play football after college and you want to play at competitive level and make some money, it's still it's still a pro game. And at the end of the day, you're still playing football to make money. So if you love the game, it, it, it's a great it's a great option. And for the yeah. folks watching on YouTube, you've got your CFL jersey on. <laughs> it's looking real good. Um, the but Rock isn't slick. Like he, right. like he's not the only one, guys. When you put on a game jersey, it makes you look big, pretty and true. ripped. But yeah. the Rock, the Rock, he he looked good, and I'm not gonna lie. His opening speech, it got me kind of hype. Like it, it, it's funny seeing it got him you in hype the enough to think you can play O line in an XFL game. <laughs> exactly. It's just like, yo, this is your and and everything he said was true. It's just like, hey, some of you guys, like, it might be your last chance, but hey, like, if you put your best foot forward. Like yeah. you can, you can make some money, or you can just keep keep the dream alive of playing a sport. Like everyone doesn't have to be in the NFL, like to it's, play to play. It's pro good football. for the National Football League as well to have a health to have a minor league. Like if you look at Absolutely. all the other pro sports, we don't have a D league. They have good developmental leagues. Yep. Like that's important. I hope the XFL continues to succeed. Well, you, when you I was buzzing through the roster too. There are actually some guys, you know, on these XFL rosters that have pretty good NFL experience and some guys that were like pretty high draft picks. I mean, look at Vic Beasley. Mm-hmm. He's in Vegas. Martavius Bryant. Uh, there's a lot of like Karan Reed. AJ McCarron, right? He yep. played for the Lions for a while. AJ McCarron. And that's uh, cool. Brad think, Wing, punter. I mean. I, I think his story is cool. AJ McCarron. And for guys who like, maybe you are a quarterback and maybe you have kids and like, hey, you feel like, hey, maybe I don't want to play in the league, but I still got it. And I can go out there and I can play for a few weeks. And like like he said, he's like, my kids only get to see me on YouTube. So they want to see me play some real action. And even if he doesn't play any more games, he actually got to get out there and do it. His kids were in the stands. So I think that I think that's a cool little factor also. Yeah. And, you know, you said it. It's another option. We'll get into these uh, kind of rules and stuff in a second. But, yeah, it's another option for these guys. It's kind of the NFL dead period, right, for these guys who are – who. You know they're not. They've already been went through the draft process and, and free agent signings, um, but they just want a shot to get stuff on tape to to have a shot. And the the partnership with and the rules you're talking about and, like the rules is like if you're on a practice squad, you can still um, yeah. If you're on an NFL practice squad, you can you can come over to the XFL, put more tape out, get more chances. Nice. And a lot of these coaches still have you know the ties to NFL locker rooms. You know Wade Phillips, Jim Haslett. Uh, Heinz Ward, Rod Wood, Rod Woodson—they're all uh, well-respected guys in NFL circles. If they say, "Hey, this guy really, mm-hmm. you know, played well uh, for this XFL team," yep. put him on your, you know, summer on your summer camp list. Like, I, get get him out here. But I like it too for guys too, because if you're on a practice squad, you're you're not making the same amount of money as everyone on the regular roster. And this is a chance that, hey, like in my off season, I can make an extra sixty k or right. whatever it is. And then, like, if you play in a team where you're winning, you get those. With those win bonuses, I like it for that aspect. You stay in I shape. Love the win you, bonus. You, exactly. You yeah. stay in shape. You you keep money in your pocket and and like potentially like you you're hopefully you're getting better um for for your next shot at it's, the NFL. It's also great for those young coaches of color that you mentioned, guys like 
Heinz Ward and Rod Woodson, like the NFL for whatever reason has not been very progressive with giving former players of color chances right off the right off the bat. And, and it wouldn't surprise me at all to see them. But succeed. that's my thing, like is even if they do exponentially like like put up great numbers, all that, do you think that will be a factor to help them like if they're trying to move up to the next level? I do think so, yeah. It's foot in the door, at least. It's a great training ground. It's a great spot. You know, Jeff Saturday would have, would have had um, would have been much more accepted if he had started in this kind of role rather than pulled right into the <laughs> yeah. Colts. So, do you think that's something that guys would respect? Say, if they got Jeff Saturday, or do you think Jeff Saturday now like there's no way I will ever go back down to coach something like that because I already got a chance in the league? I feel like it would be hard for him to go back to the XFL starting like that. But as a first year for a uh, someone to coach, head coach for the first time with no previous experience like Jeff Saturday had, it's a much more appropriate training ground um, almost. But let's run yeah, through let's some, hit of some of these rules. Yeah, man. Let's, let's hit some of these rules, Reed, because I think they are a little bit different than some NFL rules and could lead to some interesting discussion here. Yeah, so starting with the season. kickoff, um, and we saw this plenty, but you saw them line up five yards apart. So it's not like a, you, you don't get a full sprint to come down at each other, and you guys have, have probably been on or have been up up close and personal to the wedges on kickoffs, you know? Um, but yeah, back in the day, the wedge was a bloodbath, man. It didn't, it didn't sound fun. No. I, I was telling these guys, Leger, were you there? Yeah, Leger Doosable, who hopped on a live show with us. Me and him were on the wedge together in Jacksonville, and we used to give guys concussions weekly, like weekly, because we were too – Big ass dudes, and we knew, hey, if we run through full speed and none of us like like clam up at all, like no one's gonna blow through us. <laughs> like nobody is gonna blow through us. And I think about that now, and it's it's literally a car crash. It's it's yeah. it's super you dangerous. Arms with your guys too. I think you could have a three man two, wedge at that no, point. No, no, it was two. They they have broken. But in wedge. college, in college, yeah. I definitely was a part of a four man wedge. My first yeah. my first couple of years and. That that's probably the easiest, like the most dangerous thing. Like, yeah, in football. I'll never forget in college. Like, three, like you had that wedge. Guys are linking arms. There's a guy on the kickoff team who's the wedge buster. Yep. He's basically just some linebacker. It's a psycho. He's not afraid yep. of CTE. Who's gonna run downfield? Every and team bust has the wedge. It. Yeah, and then one one game, this dude hopped the wedge. He jumped over the wedge. The dude's with the you know the linked arms, and he made a tackle. So then the next play <laughs> or the next kickoff, he tried to do it again, and the wedge. It was like some shit out of any giving. Any given Sunday, <laughs> the dudes on the wedge like lifted up their arms and like clipped his legs out from yep. underneath him, uh. and he like went ass over tea kettle. <laughs> he did not try to hop the wedge again. So that's uh, what's cool about what the XFL is doing is that you know they're they're encouraging kickoff returns, like I not like to that. kneel it, but also doing it in a safe way that yeah. no one's looking to get I, injured. I, I think I, I think I like that, and it's still showcasing um for special team guys. It, it, it's about winning one on ones and. By bringing the, having the guys close like that, and then you can't move until the returner catches the ball. Um, I think that will exponentially like take down injuries. But also with NFL players, I think it looks like that looks different. And it, I, like I'm intri- I, I'm intrigued to see what that will look like with NFL like good on good like yeah. special team guys, the best on the best. How that would like how 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 that how that would change the game and. Would that make it that much easier or harder for returners? Because in my head, it says that there's a lot more return touchdowns like right. in the NFL if you do change it, which 
maybe we like, but um, I don't know. But it would be interesting to see. I yeah, do. I do less like that space, one. so it's, it is interesting. Yeah, you know? like there's it's a more condensed area, so kind of gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. All right, what else you got and for us, Cowboy? So moving down this uh, rule list, um, we've got three timeouts per half, thirty-five second play clock. After touchdowns, you've got a tiered extra point system. So yeah. you get um, you get a uh, one point attempt from the two point from the two yard line, two points from the five, or a three point from the ten. And Kingston was running through the math. It might make sense, the most sense to go for three. I, I think if you like evaluate your odds, like if it's the end of the game and you just need one point to like win or go ahead, then of course you take the two yarder. But yeah, I would say like generally if you score first or it's early in the game, you should go for three. I think it's the most expected points. What I was confused on this is you have to run a play. You can't kick or you can yeah, kick. It has to be a play. It has, to, it be has play. to be a play. So yeah, like yeah. after you score, like so they're taking out they're taking out kicking, like yeah. Yeah. a little bit of kicking. Like you only kick in just regular field goal. Right, right. right. Basically. It also makes comebacks more yeah. accessible. Like yeah. let's say you're down eighteen, that could be two touchdowns. Yes. Yes, I get that. I, I like it a lot. More expected points. Let's bring analytics into XFL. I like, and it. it's How's way that? more betting, way yeah. more betting opportunities. More betting, more action, more points. Um, interesting. So then we've got uh, touchback rules. If a if a team fumbles into an opponent's end zone and the ball goes out of bounds without being recovered, it's not a touchback. Instead, the offense re- regains possession. So that's one that every time it happens in the NFL. It, yeah. On Twitter, everyone's like, "What the fuck does this mean? This this makes no sense." So now the XFL is trying to or is um uh m- you know simplifying it, making it more understandable, so the offense just kind of re- retains possession. Because in a league like the other team, you have to punt it, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah, it's the punt. Yeah, it changes possession. Um, yeah. Then also we've got reviews. So all reviews uh, from the replay booth um, in the XFL, the twenty twenty or uh, Coaches will have one challenge per game. It's a golden challenge, so they can use it on any play, any penalty in the in a game. Doesn't matter when or where, uh, can be thrown out. So that's, I mean, some of these penalties. I mean, I shit, we saw that. it in the Super Bowl. You know, yeah. they could review it while it was the right call. That you mm-hmm. know could throw over you, and they might even in the XFL they might even be able to see because what we saw in the in the Super Bowl. Oh, we had the um, jersey, but also there was the hands to the face. You know, on the on the right. D yeah. line. So it might be able to bring up another penalty offsetting. Um, there's also uh, I'm not gonna lie, don't, I don't like how Dean Blandino is there, and I feel like the officiating and them getting the calls right were quicker and better when he was there working on these games versus how it is like with the NFL <laughs> when they're asking the questions and they have they have Dean, they're going to Dean asking, hey, what's going on here? I feel like they I feel like the XFL they did a pretty good job with getting whatever was going to be called or whatever was going on. I feel like they did a real good job. And I feel like in that aspect, it, it kind of made the NFL look bad after a season where the officiating was talked about like a bunch in a negative aspect. Right. Speaking of making the NFL look bad, like I want to know what you guys think about the overtime rules. Overtime in NFL has obviously been massively controversial. In the XFL, each team gets three attempts from five yards out and the team that completes most of those successfully wins what do you guys think of that i would like it if it's from 10 i just feel like the i feel like the the game of football is can like consistently getting 10 yards for a first down um 
But at the same token, um, it does shorten the field. Which in like in the red zone, it does make it a little harder to score. So I'm not mad at that. It helps the defense, right? If you're in the five yeah. yard line. Yeah, but like in, in five yard, it's it's just one play, right? Yeah, you get yeah. you do it three times, yeah. but it's just one play to score. Teddy, you do it. Three so times. you have three attempts from the five. You oh could, yeah, yeah. You could complete first and, zero, yeah, yeah, one, two, or three okay. of them, okay. and whichever team completes the most from the five successfully scores on that possession wins the game. I, kinda, I, mean, I like it. I, th- I think yeah. we have to see how it unfolds. I think, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see what teams go with there. Wasn't the original rule in, like, 2020 or something like that? If, you know, like, let's say you get the first possession overtime and you score on the second attempt, then the opposing team would only get two attempts, right? So each team gets three attempts no matter what under this iteration in yep, 2023. A, right. a minimum of three, yeah. And if they're tied, they just keep going. Got it. I mean, that's interesting. I I like that for the aspect that there's any ballsy coaches and you really, like, you know you have them out there. It's just you line up and you run the three – you run, you run ISO three yeah. times in a row, <laughs> and and let them know, hey, my big guys are gonna push your big guys. <laughs> Nate into and Bo are gonna right? block you guys into the end zone. Oh These man, fucking washed NFL D linemen <laughs> are gonna block the shit out of you. <laughs> That'd then, be great. And then, um, and we saw this a couple times, but the uh, XFL does a fourth and fifteen instead of an onside kick. We saw uh, one success, one uh, incom- incomplete uh, fourth and 15, but to retain possession instead of an onside kick, fourth and 15. Has to be in the, the fourth The XFL quarter. just <laughs> hates kicking. They're just <laughs> removing yeah. all kicking from the game. No. But I, I mean, I, th- I like that. I think that's interesting. It's, I think that's a fun little change-up. You know what Bro. I mean? Like, I'm, I'm all for these crazy XFL rules. Bro, you know, like they, let's make it even crazier. Let's, let's, keep, let's keep going. Let's keep going in that direction. That in the NFL, like, it can get <laughs> – it could get nasty real quick. Playing someone like Kansas City, mm-hmm. 15 yeah. yards, to get 15 yards quick, bro, the the other team's offense would never, ever get the ball. Yeah. They would <laughs> never, ever get the ball because it's just like, yo, that's too easy. Like, even like the Eagles, like a quick, yo, anything, like just 15 throw it up yards. Just AJ Brown. 15 yards, that, that's too easy. Yeah, but some of these teams just have those, those plays scripted. I do like it for – like for the XFL, but at the same time, like defense got to show up. You got to play defense, and I mean that's as part of the game. Um, but I do feel like that can get a little gimmicky because um, I don't think it's that hard to to yeah, I mean, as a coach to have a bunch of fourth and fifteen plays that are probably going to be like somewhat sure shots to 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 get a first down. Well, the, yeah. So like, if you have a penalty, like a PI or something like that, you. That's a first down, right? In that scenario, yeah, yeah, de- depending yeah. on how many yards, but yeah, it it count. And we saw the St. Louis BattleHawks successfully uh, fourth and fifteen count it to win eighteen to fifteen. It it uh, you know helped in their comeback. They have the, the best fans in Obama. the XFL. They yeah, they do, and it helps. You know, they don't. Have Is that NFL the jersey team, but... he wore? Because I, I didn't like that with yeah, the rock yeah. that he that he picked um, one. One team to win because it feels like you got favorites now. Like, well, why do you the, pick that? The jersey? St. Louis people were so uh, aggrieved when the Rams lost that when the XFL came, they all rallied together around it. So they have like the best attendance in the XFL. Oh, that's and then, lit. And there's one other rule I wanted to ask you guys about this: the punter. If the punt goes oh, yeah. into the end zone, or it goes out of bounds on the sideline inside of the 35 yard line, a touchback goes all the way out to the 35. 
So the punter really can't kick it into the end zone, can't do any of the like coffin corner stuff to the sideline. It's all just about like punting it down the middle nice and high, and you're going to see a lot of punt returns yeah. because it's, yeah. it's another way to precision, encourage punt returns. Yeah, precision yeah. punting, and then like it, it's on the – it's really also too on the, on the return team. Like if you want to be ballsy, like – you got to get your return. It's just like the NFL. Like you got to get the guys to down the ball before it goes in the end zone. But the fact that you're taking away the the sidelines also, yeah, like punters in this league, you kind of got to showcase. It, it's different. I, I don't know what. I don't know what this league really does for kickers. Like just mm-hmm. like in the Not kicking much. game in, in general, Seriously. like punters and or field goal kickers. Um, it, it's one of those things. It, it, you have you have odd odd jobs here because yeah. it's. It's not the same mindset at all when you're kicking every single play for a punter, um, not having that sideline to your advantage. But yeah, like, have we seen any um, kick returns yet? Were there any kick or punt returns yet? Wasn't there one kick return for a touchdown? I thought I saw. Yeah, there was one. Uh, one, I can't remember what game it was in, but um, it'll just be cool over the course of the season to see these rules tested in like right. a real football environment. Like every other sport, when they make rule changes, like baseball's rule changes recently or basketball's, they tested them in their minor league to see what worked and what didn't. So now we can do that for football too, which I think yeah. is cool. Yeah, it, it does That's feel cool. like the NFL is working with the XFL and some of these things. Mm-hmm. Like what you said, Nate. Like the P squad players can still play in the XFL and stuff. So it's. It's an interesting conversation to have. Like, is the NFL kind of using, like, purposely using these rules to kind of, like, you know, test them out and see what works? Yeah, but. it's long overdue. And hopefully The Rock and his people, they can keep the product going well that 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 that, that ends up being maybe like the NFL D-League or whatever I'm, it goes. I'm kind of in on the XFL, Dr. Fax. What about you? What do you think? Um, as, of now, as of now, I, I, XFL is Dr. Fax approved. So sure. we've, got, go. we've got week two. Um, actually, today, uh, we've got a game tonight. The uh, St. Louis Battlehawks, Seattle Sea Dragons. Um, and The Rock was wearing the Arlington Renegades jersey when he made that announcement. All the, all the teams are uh, – the, every single team is running training camp out of Arlington, and then they travel to they travel. each that destination, was, which is interesting. That was, that was confusing for me because there is a D.C. team, right? Right. And they play at the soccer stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, is it Arlington, Virginia, the team? But it's not. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, Arlington, what, Texas. What's the D.C. team name? Uh, D.C. Defenders. Defenders. The, the Defenders. Maybe got to catch a game. Yeah, they, they play uh, Vegas Vipers on Saturday in Vegas. Uh, Here's what we need to do, guys. We need to petition the XFL. Let's get Chris, Dr. Fax, the Butter King. I want to call an XFL game. You guys have you in the booth. Yep. That'd be great. Yeah. And we'll, get, it, we'll get facts on the sideline. Oh, it's yeah, a perfect, on yeah, on the sideline. I'll be right a color now, guy. The sideline, the, sideline, yeah. the sideline interviews, they, they got to spice They got to. They got to spice it up a little. You bit. can chirp the offensive lineman and be yeah. like, "Yo, I played D tackle in the NFL, and I can do better than yeah, you." Yeah, like you guys are getting like, <laughs> like I want to talk to the guys after they get pancaked. Like, hey, <laughs> right, 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 you right. got pancaked that last series. <laughs> like, what are you gonna do better this upcoming series, or what happened on that? I could. Well, Nate, I'm like, gonna not get pancaked on this one <laughs> yeah. because it's just like if you're gonna interview guys, you gotta do you gotta do stuff like that because. I don't know what I would say after I got pancaked and I had to do an interview on the sideline. You, it, it, yeah, was, it would be tough. I would say, get the fuck out of my face, yeah. guy. I'm trying to get some Gatorade on the sideline. <laughs> you come out here and take on these double twos. Uh, well, but I was – I mean, I was watching it too, Reed, and it, it was cool because they did have the, the offensive coordinator and the quarterbacks were like really mic'd, mic'd up, up. And the players did feel really accessible like on the sidelines and stuff like that. Which is In what between, they're pushing. They, they want right. that – 
feel that you know like that that you're in the huddle with them yeah and so many teams in the nfl do such a good job of you know hiding all of their in-game communication stuff like that because it gets picked by other teams and makes a competitive advantage so it was fun to listen into the play calls and like figure out what's going on and you know i just i just think it makes for a pretty interesting fan experience right so we'll be in on uh xfl the rest of the season it's a 10-week season culminating with uh semifinals four teams and the and then a uh a championship um but we want to talk about so the group chat was blown up the last couple of days because we had thrown in some talk we had just you know we were throwing in news stories and you two were the were the two biggest you know just seemed to be on the opposite end of the spectrum Reed, of you're each just one of these gasoline on yeah, that's these, exactly on i mean that's what we're doing it's a, it's a discussion yeah. you know what i mean and and usually it just leads to me and nate coming to a head about something and we're both stubborn people that are never wrong so yeah which is great and it and it provides for great commentary when i check my phone and i've got 15 texts and it's bo and nate going back and forth but the first one uh we've got clyde edwards alaire he went to a, the new york fashion show instead of attending the super bowl parade and bo you've been to a super bowl parade before and you're uh, adamant that he should not have skipped it no i want to the best day of my life man the super bowl parade in philly Clyde was amazing. Hey. I wouldn't miss that for the birth of my child. But you're also, <laughs> but look, but you're also a drinker. You're also a team guy. You're also like all these things that at the end but of I'm the day. But I'm a fashion guy too. You see me, I'm, you know, I, I got some good looks. I'm, so I got if, some drip. So I'm if, walk, I could walk in the, in the fa- New York fashion week. And so if they invited you to do that, maybe, maybe going to the parade is something you think about maybe not doing. I don't know. You also went to a wedding over going to a Drake concert, bro. You know what? That's actually a fucking good point, but <laughs> that's different. You know what I mean, Drake? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not skipping the Super Bowl parade for anything, man. It's. It's. You're out there with your boys and the entire city, but look, celebrating success at the highest level in your field, bro. But it doesn't look, get any better than that. It's not you. You know, every team has outcasts. Every team has a guy that, like, realistically, outside the locker room, I have no boys on the team. I'm not chilling with anyone on the team and like it's cool like as long as i'm going to the locker room and i'm playing well like no one really cares about it but at the same token there's definitely guys on every single team that don't party that don't drink that don't like that and it's something where you don't get paid for that parade what if he got paid to to do the fashion week he, no chance he got paid he's trying you know? to get likes on instagram Bro, dude. how do you know he's the only guy in new york after the super bowl think about how many appearance gigs you get one guy in New York City while everyone's in Kansas City on a float. You know, probably got to keep the clothes that he wore in the in the <laughs> whatever. In the, they might the be worth. They That's might be worth a lot got. of money, bro. You never know. Dude, you are invincible at the Super Bowl parade, man. I'll never forget. We were up there on the buses. <laughs> we were catching beers. We were exactly, like, bro. Were what if, okay, for someone who doesn't drink or doesn't party, Sex, I, I. So here's here's a little secret about me. I didn't drink for three years, two and a half years, uh, leading up to the Super Bowl. Did not drink. Didn't touch a sip. Not a sip. And you of gave beer. your sobriety Nothing. up. Your sobriety up for the in parade a, in a second, dude. <laughs> You're proving my point. That first beer at the Super Bowl parade. You're proving my won, point. That what was if, the what if best he's a guy, beer I've ever had. What if he's a guy who's who's sober and he doesn't want to ruin it? He doesn't want to do what amazing. you did. Amazing energy, dude. We could. I feel like I could have walked out of the bus and just beat the shit out of someone on the streets of Philly, and <laughs> oh no consequences. Everyone would have cheered. Wrong that day. We yeah. cheered, man. And I mean, you that, saw it. You saw it in the in the Kansas City parade. You saw Patrick Mahomes almost fall off a bus chugging a beer. You saw um, who was I that guy who climbed up Leo, the side of the bus? Leo Chanel. Yeah, yeah. he's a rookie yeah, yeah, linebacker, yeah. Wisconsin guy. 
boy, just, he had some bounce, didn't just he? Just Wolverine, Wolverine himself up on right that bus. Up like and I see everyone saying that like he's maybe not a team player. And if that's the case too, I like his decision not to go either. Because if you're going to be a Debbie Downer, if you're going to be a Debbie Downer, why should I be there knowing I'm upset? Maybe I didn't play a lot. Maybe I thought I should play over the running back who got to play. And then on top of it, the way Pacheco, everyone was cheering for him. He was dancing outside the float. Like, think about if he is, has internal beef about that. Bro, that's a miserable, that's a miserable float ride, getting drunk and just being like, yeah, I won the Super Bowl, but I didn't get to do what I wanted to do. And look at this guy taking all my shine right now. Some some he people might are like never that. never get a chance for another Super Bowl parade, man. He There's there's New York Fashion Week twice a year. Bro, he got the ring, bro. It doesn't matter. Like, people don't remember who's going to be at the at the Super Bowl. Like, in, in five years, you think all the fans are going to remember he wasn't there? They, mm-hmm. they won't remember. They're, like, you don't rem- you don't see every every single player. You don't see every player at the parade. Who's going to remember he was at New York Fashion Week? Maybe a lot of people. Who knows? We'll I cannot know. believe this take from you fans. <laughs> you say you can't I, believe it? No. Why? I'm trying to Super think of things. I, I should go. I, I know you should, but, like, it's just, like, <laughs> you guys have to understand. There's guys who don't, like... Who don't party? Who like? Who don't like? Who aren't social? Who like to do other stuff? You're and projecting I, 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 a lot on Clyde, though. Like we don't we don't know that he's like no, I don't. Social diva. I don't. Yeah. I don't at what all. What if he's but just like, a complete booze hound, man? You know, your your argument falls apart. I'm just saying, man. It's like, you, hey, don't hey, you don't have to, you don't have to, you you don't necessarily. If it's not mandatory, then it's okay that he wasn't there. If he didn't get fined, if he didn't get fined by the team, then I, honestly, it's okay he wasn't there. I do respect how you stick to your principles. Yeah, yeah it is. I don't, I don't get that one. There's nothing I'm missing this week. He was like, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Oh, I'm not going to get fined if I'm not here? I'm Okay, later. Yeah, I got a runway to be on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So another one in the chat that was, that was uh, a little oh spicy. Literally. <laughs> we saw a uh, – it was a tweet of someone eating ribs on an airplane. He was sitting in the middle seat, I think, and he, he opened up a, a rag of ribs. This person took a picture of it and said, no way is this person eating ribs on my airplane. Bo, you had talked about the uh, last week about how there was someone uh, munching on Chipotle on your on your flight in our um, yeah. worst personalities draft and how it – Yeah. Is horrible. Ribs a code you break? don't eat – complete code break. Like that's that's a sociopath move. You do not eat any sort of finger foods on an airplane. Any sort of messy finger foods. Anything that's gonna get drip sauce on your hands. This guy was eating a Chipotle burrito on this flight that I was on recently, and he was just taking huge bites. He was dripping. He was yeah. It was good for him, man. Good for him. No way. He bought a ticket just like you did, bro. And at the end of the day, if they're serving Chipotle in the airport. Then but I ribs? can eat it. Ribs? If Maybe they're a serving, if they're okay, serving ribs in the air, if there's whatever they're serving in the airport, if I can buy it in the airport, in in the tunnel or in whatever the the terminal, T- like then it's fair game. It's so fair you're gonna, game. You're gonna get some sloppy ribs, bro. If I'm you're hungry, eat it yes. with your hands yes. on, on an airplane. Yes, I, I would never. I could not. I can't even fathom that. Why though, bro? Like if you're hungry, why not? Traveling is already uncomfortable enough. I don't want sticky barbecue sauce all over me. You're you're fighting for the middle the middle uh, <laughs> armrest with this dude, and his his elbows and hands are all sticky from eating ribs. It would be I a good think, way to get ownership of that of that. You I know, just think people sometimes are too. Yeah, his hands are busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think some go. people are too entitled sometimes <laughs> to certain things, and it's hey, if I bought 
a plane ticket that you bought? Like, what makes you say that I can't eat what I want to eat? Like, you gotta, you just got to deal with it. Like, as long as I'm not spilling anything on you or if I'm not doing anything that's, like, getting you dirty, like, yeah, you have to endure this smell, like, while okay. I eat this food. Rib, okay, you're eating – there's, there's like – Leftover waste when you eat ribs, okay? No, it's not. You, 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 you what do you do with that? Bing. What do you do with the garbage? The ribs. The, the <laughs> That's all you do. You're on an airplane, bro. Bing. So you're gonna make this flight attendant take your messy. That's their job. Covered, bro. That's oh. their job, bro. They That's didn't sign up for that. that. They literally did sign up for that. <laughs> not ribs. They signed up for peanut wrappers. You know. That's not true, man. That's and not sun true. Sunship wrappers. So That's what kind of? I think. I there's think, a few yo, I think, foods you can I think eat on airplanes. That's out, it. Okay, wait. I think people. Alcohol breath is way worse worse than Whoa. smelling food, is it not? Like people talking to you with alcohol breath on a plane, I think that's way worse than smelling food. It's also easily coverable because but you people you, you don't like put down a water or something. People don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't right. know. <laughs> drinking and Max, people. Next, next love flight drinking. you take, go on there with a big, you know, big thing of ribs, some cornbread, some baked beans, some coleslaw, all Fish these sloppy guy. sides. Fish fillet guy. <laughs> Grabbing See how many dirty life. looks you get. Well, here, let's throw so a few other foods we were thinking about. We'll throw Kingston and I'll throw some at you. Salads. Same thing. Like any salad, you put as much dressing on it as that co break, no co break. Bro, there's That's no great. Co- like you, you like can you eat got, a salad. You can eat this a salad. Is, this is easy for yeah. me. There's no co break. No co break. So spaghetti. Not a co break. You Bo, can't eat spaghetti on a can't flight. Eat sp- it can get a little messy, can it? You <laughs> no, know, you can't. Especially, just, what are you slurping up noodles? Yo, right. every airport, most that. airports have Sbarro, and you can and you can get pasta in there. So you can't eat pasta from from there, bro. Not spaghetti. Maybe like a rigatoni noodle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about fish? I'm not talking like a fish fillet. I'm talking like straight, like a salmon. You just smelly find, you, yeah, just some smelly, smelly fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, listen. Listen. I picture Fax From- just walking on an airplane, like cracking some crab legs. Just, <laughs> I'll, eat, you know, I'll eat sushi. What about sushi? Melted butter. sushi? Yeah, how about sushi? No, I feel like no. sushi's not you a good brand. No? Why? I, like, that, that's a borderline one. Sushi, like fish. I think man, it's easy enough. Wanna, why? You don't want to eat fish on an airplane? Mm. You got. <laughs> But why? Like, I don't understand The airplane why. experience is miserable enough without some dude in the middle seat next to you eating ribs and fish and sushi and fish filet. And just okay, making, look. Making you resent one, fish. One thing I think would be overboard is cracking and eating crabs. If you eat crabs, <laughs> yeah. if you were to eat crabs on a plane... I think that is a code break because there's straight to there's jail. no way you can eat crabs mm-hmm. without like breaking crabs without it like like flying out the way. Everything else, like at the end of the day, if you're a decent human being, you can eat without making a mess. The smell portion, I just think that at the end of the day, when you buy a, air, a flight on an airplane, wear a mask. Like you're gonna have to endure smells. Like <laughs> regardless, people smell different. So the kind like, of person that's gonna bring ribs onto an airplane and eat them is not the kind of person that's going to eat them tidily. <laughs> but like, okay, you know? so is this different? Like if you're in first class versus versus coach. So you mean like, so if I'm in first class with ribs, is it a different situation than me sitting in coach with ribs? I don't think so. I think it's mm-hmm. the ribs. It's not the seat. You Cause know? you don't think people in first class, you don't think they're eating all different kinds of shit up there. 
No like, chance. You said no you chance? Up there, what, are, what are they up there eating in your mind? Like, Whatever they want. They're yeah. spending mad bread. They're so like, oh, I'm in like, first class. I, I, I'm eating. In my mental... I'll eat whatever I want if I'm in first class. They're probably eating nachos. A plate of loaded nachos. You can't eat nachos (laughs) on a flight. That's another one. No. Mm -mm. You can do. You can. The only finger food that you can or not finger food, food you use your hands for to eat on a flight is a sandwich. That's it. Okay. I I think that's fair. I think a sandwich sandwich on a flight is fair. One. All right. So this is another you know group chat uh, big fiery take. Let me read this out. You're in an arena with. 50 hawks, 10 crocodiles, 3 brown bears, 15 wolves, 1 hunter with a rifle, 7 buffalo, 10,000 rats, 5 gorillas, 4 lions. You have to pick 2 to defend you. The others all attack you. The goal is to survive 1 hour. This is yeah, easy. Fa- right. Fax got mad at me because I, I said I'm picking 20,000 rats. <laughs> because you're, you're, what you call it? You're like, you're not reading the rules. But You know how many rats that is? I get it. But at the end of the day, I think the, the right answer, like the only right answers, they have to involve the 10,000 rats because uh, I do. I don't think you said no. Uh-uh. Like I'll give you I, mine at the end because at the end of the day, I think 10,000 rats and three brown bears are going to do it Be- I, only because bears are lazy, man. A bear maybe, will hibernate. Yeah, maybe, bears are lazy. Maybe, but I still don't think 50 hawks are taking down three brown bears, no matter what they do. Well, I, Kingston that, is that's, a good. That's, that's how I look at can it. I, and, and in my head, in my head, do you think you can survive 2,000 rats like by 2, yourself? 2,000? No, I would kill myself. Huh? I'd kill myself. <laughs> so, and like, and like, that's running, my, like they're not that's that my fast. only thing. Like, when you're thinking about what you're going against, like, it's like the hunter with the rifle. Like, even if he's a marksman, it's just like you can't do anything mm-hmm. with that many rats, dude. With that many rats, you just climb somewhere high to where like only a certain amount can can come at you at once, and just grab a broom, a and then you're amount? just sweeping. But you're, you're in, sweeping. You're in an arena. Rats. So you Those rats are going to overwhelm yeah. me, man. You climb up on the side of the thing. You're sweeping, Bo. What do you, Bo? What do you have? What's your answer? Okay, I thought about this like for a, <laughs> way too long. Honestly, like I'm thinking about all these different scenarios, all these different animals. Okay, here's what I'm going with. Ten thousand rats is a must. You need those yeah. rats. That's so many rats. So I don't know how big this arena is, but in my mind, I was kind of picturing like hockey rink size. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of in close. If it's a UFC octagon, that's that's a completely different scenario. So I'm going 10,000 rats because they're just going to overwhelm people. They're going to like thinking swarm like Pokemon over you. Arena, bro. Like bigger. Okay. Yeah, bigger. But 10,000 rats, they're going to like just swarm over you. Like I'm picturing these feral rats. You know, like the scarab beetles in the movie The Mummy, the Mummy franchise? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm picturing them like crawling all over, just overwhelming. So rats for sure is a must pick. And then 15 wolves. 15 wolves. Wolves are like that's a that's a pack, you know. They're gonna work together. That's a coordinated yeah. effort from these wolves. So like fifteen wolves versus one hunter, the rifle. He's got a rifle, man. Like you know how many bullets you got in that clip? Fifteen wolves, some big timber wolves, and ten thousand rats. That's that's a pretty good. That's uh, substantial. I'm feeling pretty good about that. I, I see really what you guys to, are doing. I, I got really some want to change mine. I got some creative problem solving. I think though. So I definitely don't like the hunter with the rifle because fuck the hunter with the rifle. But I am gonna choose him on my team. And then I'm also going to choose the 50 Hawks. I'm going to have the 50 Hawks wow. come latch onto my clothing. 
fly me up into the air so that none <laughs> of these land animals can get to me. Okay. And then I'm going to let the land animals kill the hunter. I just don't want him to shoot me while I'm in the air. Then I'm good. Wow. Wait, wait. You think you wait. can train 50 no. hawks to kind of no. carry you? It says that they will protect me, so okay, I so think look, they could carry me. I, I have to rethink this. I'm going with the five gorillas. <laughs> they, that, right? <laughs> because, because I'm thinking about it. The they're gorillas, protective, and yeah, they're smart. It, yes. The gorillas, the five gorillas, if you get five big gorillas and maybe three brown bears and three of those gorillas riding those bears, <laughs> bro, it's over. You're stomping on all those rats. Exactly. Like, those, those gorillas Gorillas just tap dance. Use... You can bring as many rats as you want. They're tap dancing. <laughs> They'll literally use Stop. the other animals. They'll probably take one of those wolves and, like, use them as weapons to, like, knock down right. these, these hawks. And... Hulk smash. Yeah, man. Because even if you switch it up, gorillas can probably... I think five gorillas versus three brown bears. I'm liking the gorillas. Like to, to monkeys are strong too. Facts. Like I was. Very, you guys ever read very about this? Strong. Uh, really strong. Saint James Davis. You know who that is? <laughs> no. no. Okay. This is a fascinating and morbid tale. Saint James Davis is a NASCAR driver. <laughs> Him and his wife could not have children, so they adopted a chimpanzee named Mo. Don't ask me how I got into Shut this. Like I'm telling off. you, they adopted a chimpanzee named Mo. Mo bit a couple people and got put into, like, the state. Of, he lived with them. Like, they, like, clothed him. They fed him. He was, like, their child. It's kind of weird, but whatever. This is that's, uh, is this, this is a real-life thing that happened. I thought so, this, like, was, this sounds like the start of the Planet of the Apes, bro. Well, just, dude, listen. It gets fucking horrible. So, Mo is in, like, a chimpanzee, I don't know, sanctuary, basically, and they would go visit him. They visited him for his birthday, brought him, like, some 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 birthday cake, stuff like that. Two chimpanzees escaped and attacked this dude and his wife, St. James Davis, and he was horribly, horribly, like, maimed and disfigured. Look it up. So maybe we're sleeping on these chimpanzees and gorillas, but... <laughs> no, I don't sleep on them. Like, I think if you, if you watch videos, chimps and gorillas are very, very scary, and they can rip your limbs off, and they'll, like... Yeah, they're strong. They'll throw shit at you for fun, like... <laughs> They're 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 pretty they're pretty scary. Pretty, but how many rats? How many rats can one gorilla take out? Oh, it doesn't matter. They're tap yeah. dancing. Yeah, you, they're just see. That's the one thing because the gorillas are more like human beings. I think yeah. they're they can overcome. And, and they've got each, four, each you know gorilla's got to take out are? two thousand rats. It, two thousand rats. That's not a problem. Two thousand rats. Boom so. yeah. boom boom Donkey boom Kong, boom. Yeah, shit, literally bro. all over the Donkey place. They just go bounce. Boom, no. boom. I that girl's so, going to get tired. Those girls are going to get tired. Not a chance. They're going to just swarm them. What do, so, you, what do you got, re, Reed? So real fast with St. James Davis, Buddy and Ollie were the two chimpanzees. <laughs> LaDonna La Davis lost her thumb, and St. James Davis was brutally mauled, resulting in permanent disfigurement and missing extremities. Okay, look up the missing extremities, though, because I, I was reading that, and I was like, missing extremities? They fucking rip his arm off? Like, no, that's, he def that they sounds, definitely ripped his that penis That sounds off. very vague. Exactly. He, I already know. They do oh, that shit. God. Like, they do exactly. that shit. Like, that's their shit. Like, he has a glass eye also, and oh. two slits in the middle of his face where his nose once was. Yeah, animals yeah. know what to do, yo. Animals know Oof, what to do. Like, yeah. it's just like, why are you fucking with me? They're, yeah, man, gorillas are smart. I, I, would, I think I'd do the gorillas and, and a hunter. I think that would be the move. 
Good news. The Thursday show we do with AMP will continue. 4.30 every Thursday. The Greenlight team, Cowboy Reed, Fax, Kingston. Uh, I'll pop through there sometimes. On AMP, you can interact with us really easily. There's a call-in button. We invite call-ins all the time. You can talk directly to us, ask us questions, ask us our favorite music. We might even play some. There's also a live chat during the show. If you have a question about a topic we're talking about, fire it off in the chat. We'll answer. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be doing what we've been doing all fall, uh, every Thursday at four thirty on AMP. Uh, check us out. If you're in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I have great news for you. Sign up today to receive special offers and take advantage of great promos for the big game and the upcoming college basketball tournament. Don't miss out on the fun. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older, and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too, 1-800-889-9789. Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I gave AG1 a try because I wanted to improve my gut health, boost my energy, enhance my immune system, and wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. All great athletes have one thing in common. They take care of their bodies. And now, we podcasters at Greenlight are getting on the AG1 train. With every daily serving, I'm setting myself up for success with 75 high-quality ingredients that give me key daily nutrients and long-term gut health support. I get up every morning, the first thing I do is uh, I I mix in some AG1 with some water, that's all I need, tastes great. Uh, It definitely has improved my digestion, keeping me regular. Sorry if that's TMI, but I'm feeling good. I think it's helped my energy level. I think there's a, a ton of ways that AG1's helped me and I probably have no idea. That's the great thing about this. It's gonna surprise you. Your life's gonna get better in ways that you don't even realize. Ready to take on my day, ready to hit the record button on the podcast, ready to go. Also, the cost of AG1 is less than $3 a day. Pretty good if you ask me. It's a really effective daily habit with the highest quality source ingredients. Win-win. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash greenlight. That's athleticgreens.com slash greenlight. Check it out. So we mentioned Chris is in, in Africa, but he still has access to the internet, and he shot us a quick tweet um, that he wanted to make sure was commented on. Uh, we've got a picture of Dom Capers at the podium. Uh, and he, obviously, uh, Carolina Panthers coach, uh, he's speaking of the changes since the franchise started in 1995 with a very interesting hair style, um, hair plug in, <laughs> hair plug into the max, pretty much. What do you guys see in this image? Yeah, he got that bird's nest up there right now. <laughs> like what? It's super love- full. Like no one, no one probably said anything to him in the building, nope. right? Like oh, I like the picture chance. that he just showed up with this, and yeah. like all the players like pass him in the hallways, like 
kind of like double taking, you know, and then just roasting the fuck out of him. You know his, room. you know his, you know his significant other told him he looked amazing oh, with yeah. it on. You look great, honey. It really looks like he took Joe Lenardi's hair. I'm not saying Joe Lenardi <laughs> has a has a plug or not, but it looks exactly J- Joe Lenardi's. But why uh, does it look like he has a clean shape up though with it? He's got he's got that Lego I mean, it's, hair. It's all you know t- it's all uh, plastered on. It's he glued that shit right on, and it's all staying in place. It, it looks ain't like moving. Howard Cosell. Yeah. Yeah. He just needs to take that flight to Turkey, yo, and get the the hair plugs. Turkey's like the area that I see everyone going like to get hair plugs. I think there was just like a um there was just a like a photo online going viral. It's just like you see all the girls coming from Colombia or the DR getting their bodies done. Right, like, right. They'll be on the flight on their knees cuz they can't sit on their butt cuz they just got it done. And it's like look at all these people flying and there was just a picture of a bunch of guys with that tape on the back of their neck from getting the hair plugs, like the real hair plug surgery, and they're all coming from Turkey. Ugh. And I was just like, if you could do that now, some of these guys, like, why don't you just do that instead of instead of this? Like the fake hair and like glue and the 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 paint stuff. It's just like <laughs> you're like we're in 4K now. <laughs> it's just yeah. like you can't you gotta, get a, you can't get away with this stuff anymore. I mean, you look at that hairline. Go, that is just literally like straight across. Like whoever did it just drew a sharpie line. It was like <laughs> I'm cutting everything everything yeah, on this. The, what's the stuff called? The black the black guys be getting it. The the spray. Like Carlos Boozer did it. Um, Ben wait. God, I can't think of it right now. But it's just—it's like a barber spray, and it looks like that's what he has on there, under there. And yeah. It's just like, what happens if you're in the lights doing the? If you do a, a interview for too long, you're gonna start sweating that shit down your forehead. Right. Melting. Like that's what it feels like. I think Rudy Giuliani. That's what Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Let it go. You know? Let it go. Yeah, that's all it is. Pop on a team issue, Carolina. Hat, yeah. You know. We've got a little uh, draft. Replacements, not that, not again, not that we're replacements out here, but um, best replacements in everyday life. He can kind of make anything work. We were creative here. We had a good bit of fun. Um, we're going to go uh, Bo first, Nate, me, Kingston. Great. And uh, four picks each, four rounds. Uh, snake draft? No, it's just too regular. Right, straight up. Uh, first Bo, pick. Bo, you are uh, you are on the board on the clock. First pick, man, stressful. All right, replacements. I'm going. Uh, you know, in my I'm in my thirties, so you know, going out it's a little tough. You're a little hungover sometimes. So I'm going replacing booze with weed. Oh, that's a great one. That is a yeah. real good one. First pick. Something I something I chose to do a long time ago <laughs> a long time ago and anytime i dibble back into drinking i realize that smoking is a way better replacement it's a young drinking is a young man's game yeah it is uh That's nate what one. you got okay so i am going with because when i was younger it always used to fool me i am going with eggplant replacing chicken mm. so for like chicken parm, and if you have a real good eggplant parm cook, I, I think it's a really good replacement. And if you're someone, if you're vegan or if you don't eat any type of meat or whatever it is, I think eggplant is a is a good replacement. It's not something that probably would, a little healthier. Yeah, it's very healthy, but it's 
it's good in taste. Yeah. <laughs> and I think for me, it's a it's a real good it's a good. And it's probably fun to cook too, right? Airplane, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. Yeah, you can also eat simple. it on airplanes, you know. <laughs> oh, do you think that's acceptable? Eggplant? Eggplants accept any vegetables are acceptable on airplanes. So if I just was fisting a egg, like holding a raw eggplant, <laughs> yeah. just biting into an eggplant next to you, that is would, totally fine versus I, ribs. I mean, you might end up on a no-fly list somehow, but I, I think that's like, I'd rather take eggplant guy over ribs guy. <laughs> eggplant, eggplant is a. Yeah, I haven't had much eggplant, but that sounds like a good replacement. Um, I'm going to go uh, Cash App as a replacement for your money transfers. We won't name what we're replacing, but okay. everyone knows you need Cash App. You need to download Cash App. It makes it way easier to transfer your money. You can even win some money from Greenlight. I like that. Uh, and Cash App throws awesome parties. So Cash App is my replacement. My first wow. week. You see how quickly Ooh. Reed switch into like ad read mode right I love there? It. That's pretty good. I love it. Hey man, we use use our platforms. Kingston. You're making me feel bad about my pick, but uh I'm gonna go with um <laughs> yeah. if you can't get laid, masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely definitely yeah. on my list. That was definitely on my list too. This is a family podcast, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> how dare you? I mean, hey. I, that is a good replacement, but actually, is it nowadays, bro? There's there's better replacements than masturbation, bro. You can you can you get you, you can you can get one of those dolls. <laughs> I we had a doll in here. I don't know where it went. Where did it go? No, one was delivered. Like, where did like the other the, one go? Like the real dolls, like the real silicone dolls. I wonder. So I know I know Chris is really against uh, uh, um, uh, robots. Oh, I wonder if there's going to be a robot. They have them already. Do they really? I think so. Oh, do, didn't we talk about it here? Yeah. I think we talked about it here. Yeah. Yeah. There's robot sex dolls. Bo, you're up. Um, pick number two. This one's a little specific. So my my truck's been in the shop for a long, long time <laughs> up in Minnesota, which is frustrating. <laughs> but I've been down here in Tampa, no car. And I've been driving my moped around everywhere, and <laughs> oh. it is amazing. So subs- or replacing your car with a moped, Nice. try it out a little bit. It's fun. It's flirty. You, get, you got your hair blown in the wind. <laughs> bro, See, that rain, would be bro, perfect for you. That's right in your alley. It's, it rains a lot in Tampa. So what are you it, doing it, when it rains on that moped, bro? I got solutions. I got a, I got in my little under my seat, you know, where like you're supposed to put a helmet. I got a wet bag and a big old <laughs> raincoat, man. I'll are you pull just over. Cruising? It's, it starts to rain. I pull over on the side, pop that bad boy open, and throw on my little raincoat, and no, I'm ready to go. That's not the issue of Some being on that while you're driving. It's just like the other cars. Don't they kick up? They kick up like water on you. No, not really. I mean. I'm sticking to some back roads and right, stuff. Right, yeah. You're, you're, not, not, you're not doing long not trips. Yeah, Give us I'm, your – what's your moped – what are the specs on your moped? Do we have a nice a suspension? Yamaha 2016 Yamaha Zuma Cherry Red. Nice. Uh, 49 cc's. No, no uh, motorcycle license needed. I'm cruising around on the thing, and I love it. What uh, I, like to, I like to drive by like dudes on their hardcore motorci- motorcycles, Harleys and stuff, and give them a little two finger wave. <laughs> They're always so confused, like what the fuck is this guy doing? You need to um, if you haven't done it already, you need to use one of your old football helmets as your actual helmet. You could take off the bar and maybe put like a one bar, like the old school like '60s helmet, but ride around with you know like Eagles one bar. 
That one in the back, you see that? Yeah, I'll take that. I'll yeah. Cruise around my moped. Right. <laughs> cherry fun. red. Or, I mean, cherry red, you, you, the Bucks, the Bucks helmet might work pretty well. Yeah, color or coordination on the moped. Bring, bring like it back that. from college. Use a Wisconsin helmet. Yeah, now we're talking. There you go. All uh, right, Nate, what you got? All right, I got, for my next replacement, I got Tom Brady replacing <laughs> Drew Bledsoe. That, if that's not one of the, the greatest replacements, and then he has a chance Tom Brady to do it again <laughs> because who is he going to replace? Greg Olson. He's potentially going to replace Greg Olson. <laughs> and if he does a great job there, because Greg's doing an awesome job. So he's if, killing Tom, it. I think if he's, Tom Brady yeah. steps in and he's just automatically is killing it with broadcasting, like he's just going to be like the ultimate, like really the ultimate replacement if you think about it on all levels. Yeah. He everywhere he goes, replace, yeah. replace, replace, replace Drew Henson in college. You wow, know, just right. can't stop. Um, I've got. I'm gonna go my number two pick. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. We're doing four. Yes, sir. Or I'm gonna go Sierra Mist for Sprite. I hate that pick. <laughs> I hate that pick. I. You know. I know. I don't drink much soda. Uh, do it if I need to stay awake or something. But yeah, Sierra Mist. It's a cool, way cooler name. You know, Sprite's a cool name, but Yo, like you know Sierra Mist. You know what's knocking them out of the park huh? right now? Starry. Mm. What is that? Look it up. A new lemon lime drink. And it's it, all it's proven to me that Starry's getting more popular is that for sodas, no matter what the equation is, you can't go wrong with lemon and lime. Oh, yeah, yeah not <laughs> like, at all. Not like, at all. you really can't. Like, whether it's more lime or more lemon, I don't know how they do it for Sprite or Sierra Mist, but they're all pretty decent, <laughs> to wow, be Wow, that's a cool can. Yeah, no, Starry is, like, they, they have, they've been Starry. having, like, cool commercials and, yeah. and like, good marketing, but they've I been popping Sprite, up more. I think Sprite owns they have the... a Super Bowl commercial? I think they did. Yeah, I gotta try that out. But honestly, Sprite, if you're gonna go with Sprite, like, I, I can't lie. There's something about McDonald's Sprite oh, that is like you are not is, wrong. It's honestly you are not different wrong, than, than all the other they Sprite. They put something into I their Sprite, man, at all it's locations. It's not just their Sprite; it's their Coke too. They put too much syrup. The carbon, the carbonation, or oh. something is like turned all the way up because you can take a small sip of their sodas and it's like you get that burp yeah. or that nose yeah. flare <laughs> and it feels good it feels refreshing oh it's so good and it's it's at all mcdonald's all everywhere all it doesn't matter where you are like all other you know their their nuggets could be a little different their fries yeah. are a little different the sprite oh the man sprite the sprite is always everywhere. hits you ever go to the <laughs> restaurant hits. and you like order a soda and the waitress will say oh we don't have sprite is sierra mist okay that's one where I'll be like, I'll just take a water. <laughs> I I actually know a lot of people who do that, and then like, um, yeah, for for a lot of people who drink Pepsi, like won't drink Coke, like either. Right. And I think that's funny. Yeah, just straight. I'll I'm drink Pepsi. Pepsi, but I don't like to drink it. All right, yeah. I'm up next. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys have been in the situation where you've got weed, but you don't have a device to smoke it. Have not done this in a long, long time. But you can use an apple. Sub an apple for a bowl. Beautiful. Probably gives a little flavor to it also, right? M- little MacGyver action. Yeah, you get, to get the fun of making it, stabbing it yeah. with a pencil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good, like, uh, hands you, on. you can still have, have your, you know, conversation while you're whittling your apple, mm-hmm. right? And then you can eat it when you're done. But yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Not bad. 
terrible. Cool. It'd be, I like that. It'd be such a terrible yeah. way to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bo. All right. So pick. bear with me on this one. This is kind of a chain of events in terms of replacements. So we all know that Blockbuster, you know, was replaced by Netflix and streaming. Mm-hmm. Right. So you got, but nowadays there's too many streaming services. It's too diversified. Okay. You got Netflix, you got Hulu, you got HBO max, you got Apple TV, you got Amazon prime, you got paramount, you got all this shit. Right. So instead of doing that, I'm replacing that by just pirating all this fucking (laughs) shit online. (laughs) Going, going going backwards. I'm putting on my eye patch. I'm torrenting all these shows, all this media you can get. You better be careful. E-books. You, you remember you whatever up, you need. You end up on a Pepsi commercial. You remember? <laughs> remember they gave when they started giving out free downloads, and they had all the people who got caught for pirating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there was like a Super Bowl commercial like that. They had like They're seven calling or six them out. people, and I was just thinking about that, like how embarrassing it would be to fucking. You're sitting <laughs> there, why? And boom, trouble. there's your name. Yep, get in trouble, you... like get in real trouble. Yeah, for for downloading music. You remember how um, all those piracy things they went out like uh, you go to the movie you, theaters and shit. yeah you oh. wouldn't doubt you wouldn't steal a car yeah you know? yeah yeah why are you stealing <laughs> and it's like the real sketchy this is early two thousands I think you're sitting yeah. in the movie theaters and in, and right before the previews it's like you wouldn't steal you piracy is only but look now that you yeah. think about it now that we're in now that like we're kind of like in that industry it's just like would you care if people if they found a way to to bootleg. The green light pod? Yeah, it'd be fucked. The show is free, so <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't right. care. <laughs> this is a bootleg uh, pod right now, boys. Yeah, Chris yeah, in here. Exactly. <laughs> We're bootlegging. That's All right, Nate, what you got, got for your uh, third pick? All right, my third pick, I, I have another, like, real replacement, and okay. it's going to be, Matt might like this, it's going to be John Stockton, replacing Isaiah Thomas on the dream team <laughs> because Jordan and Pippen at that time did not like Isaiah Thomas. And so they got him out of there. I met the criteria to be selected, mm-hmm. but I was not selected. <laughs> he was so Oh, he's so salty. But like him and Jordan, like just being competitors and being petty, like they were like for Jordan to do that. I think that, I think that's, that's kind of funny. But at the same it, time, Isaiah, like w- that whole beef between the, the Jordan the, rules, yeah, the 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 Bulls and Detroit, like they were really trying to hurt Jordan. So like, I I, I really don't blame him. Like at the end of the day, like I get the last laugh, and I don't I don't want to be anywhere near you, and I don't want you to get any of this shine when we <laughs> create this amazing team that you're right. not going to be a part of. <laughs> I'm gonna go uh, number three. I'm going to go uh, Daphne Reed replacing Janet Hubert on the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air as Vivian Banks. Oh, light Wait, you like the second one? L- yeah. Light Daphne skin Reed? on Viv for dark skin on Viv. So you like, wait, you like, the, you like dark skin on Viv? Or wait, it went dark skin to light skin. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Daphne Reed. Because, because no one liked Janet. Everyone on the show didn't like Janet. Like behind the scenes, there she was like causing a lot of drama and all that oh, stuff. Oh no! But the first on Viv is the one that did that dance, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> rocking with that. That's a bad. That's a bad one. But hey, teach his own, man. Teach his own. Yeah, that dance was iconic. 
And the second Aunt Viv couldn't have did couldn't have did that. No, I'm team but she, Aunt you know, Viv. right? She was, you know, more well liked behind the scenes. All I'm, I'm all about cohesiveness, you know, cohesion, and you know, everyone getting along behind the scenes to make, to make the product better. I hear that. All right, I'm sure you guys probably have some books sitting around your house that you don't read as I do. Um, you ever have a Zoom meeting using your books to elevate your computer? Is a great replacement for like a laptop stand. <laughs> Nice. I like that. I think That's it, practical. I, yeah, I think everyone's done that before, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked yeah, that's what I got Chris through it a couple right times. my textbooks from college. <laughs> oh, you didn't, camera. and they still haven't been opened. Man. Yeah, that, exactly. That made me think about, that made me think about one. I'm going to give, oh, I'm going to give a replacement. Wait, wait, well, wait. Well, hold on. Oh, it's, it's not Mo's turn. turn. Yeah. How, oh, yeah. how many, bad. how many more do we have? Well, I guess we last one. one. Last one. But we can hit some honorable mentions after. Okay. Um, Matt just made me think of a good one. All right. I, uh, I got one here. So uh, we all know your boy loves candy. Okay? Mm-hmm. You're sitting on your couch. You're deep in the couch. You're watching some pirated, pirated flicks. And you're like, man, I could really use something. I should probably go on a snack run, but I don't want to get up. Replacing the snack run with this app, GoPuff. Oh, to smart. Die for. Yeah. Huge, big GoPuff guy. Kind of begging GoPuff for a sponsorship on the pod, but great service. People will run you that shit over in like 30 minutes. Great candy selection, and they've kind of branched out into some other, I think know, some other convenience store items too. So I think GoPuff over snack run. I think I'm embarrassed how much money I spent on GoPuff. <laughs> we we no, did no, it. What? No, how many no. how many live streams in a row did we do it when Bo was in town? We oh were just GoPuff, GoPuff, GoPuff. Amazing. I'm not, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. And then now, like they, um. They, you can get cigarettes and blunts on there now. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like lights out for me. Like everything yeah. you need on there. And it's just like, hey, I gotta pay an extra dollar fifty, two bucks for some stuff. But hey, it's the convenience. If I don't have to get up yeah. and you're gonna bring that right to my door and then I get the I love to just leave it and text me that it's at my door. Yeah. I love that feature. Don't knock on my no door. Interaction. Like yeah. don't call me. Just, just send a nice text and a picture like, hey, I left it. But don't leave it in the bushes. Don't leave it in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the well, word. like, imagine, like, a world, like, 200 years ago. It's like, yeah, all you got to do is, you know, open up this device, click, like, three or four buttons in 30 seconds, and, you know, 30, 40 minutes later, someone will drop off whatever you need at your door. You don't have to move. Amazing. Okay. So, I'm rounding it up. My last pick. I'm going with, for the big people out there, instead of bed risers using cinder blocks. In college, in college, I use four cinder blocks instead of using a bed riser so you can have room under your bed to, to have extra space. But the cinder blocks are extra sturdy. So, like, if you're if you're someone that, you're doing a lot of motion on your bed. When you're a big guy, you know you can you can break beds or beds can can be unstable. And using four cinder blocks at the corners of your bed will keep everything stable. It'll also give you a nice lift off the ground, so you have some extra storage space under under your bed. So replacing cinder blocks with bed risers. So, but doesn't that? I don't. Know, I feel like I would stub my toe to, to hell. 
on those cinder blocks more on more than on bed risers. Maybe like, what yeah. are you doing? You jumping into bed like a kid? Like, no, I'm just walking around the bed. <laughs> like, I'm walking around the bed. Like, I stub my toe in a lot of shit. Like, like how close are you walking to your bed? Like walking around your bed? We're pretty close. You what's, know, it's you on stub, my shin. I feel like stubbing your toe, like you do it anyway on your bed, like here and there. So it's just like not if you, dude. This is how I do it. I just drop mattress straight on the floor straight there's no room nothing under the bed i mean like you have the yeah mattress on top of the the uh, box frame or whatever but it's right on the floor if nothing can get under no monsters under your bed you're a psycho- they can't get in you're a psychopath mm-hmm. if you have your mattress straight on the floor oh i, I, I love let it. you know that I oh just, i love I, it i just want to let you know that i, I don't doubt it but like, I just want to let you know, I would think about you a little bit differently <laughs> if you just had your mattress straight on the bed. Uh, here's another one that you might think of me as a psychopath: uh, bidets for toilet paper, thousand percent. You, you like that? Like you that. like that? You like that? Getting that I like super? That. Yeah, river butt. That's yeah, it's a nice little wash. Yeah, super soaker. Exactly. Yeah, but it's a nice. It's a breezy super soaker. It just it's like a fountain, like a nice soft fountain. Yeah, they have bidets that'll even heat the water up. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, bidets, it's a spa can, experience. It really is. And they're inexpensive. You can get little attachments for your toilet. And, so why uh, don't we get one for the, for, for the, for the toilet here? Uh, we, should, we, should get, we should install one before Chris gets back. Yeah. and see. Yeah, <laughs> that would I actually be should. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> we should install crank one. The, we need to crank the pressure way but up. I, 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 make it, make it never, automatic, though. I've, <laughs> never used, I've never used a bidet, and I don't think like I'm comfortable. Like So, like. People use a bidet and they just don't like they they still don't wipe. No, you, just, you wipe. No, after. yeah, you, you wipe. But, you but, get the water off. Yeah, uh, and you do like one sheet. You know, it, like use less toilet paper kind of thing. Uh, and it's just like it's all clean. It's a little clean. Good for conservation. Yeah. All right, right, last pick. I got the last pick of the draft day. Eh? Um, one of my favorite characters of all time is Wolverine in X Men. It was originally cast as this guy Doug Ray Scott, but I cannot imagine it as anybody other than Hugh Jackman. It's a great replacement. Really, yeah. And he has owned that uh, that uh, character. Yeah, I feel like there, we could have gone down the, the actor path yeah. a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, uh, so what's your, what's your honorable mention? Neo. Oh, I got a lot of honorable mentions. Let's hear you him. said Brad Pitt for who? And let me, Brad I'll, Pitt was supposed to be Neo in The Matrix, yeah. but he turned it down. Oh. Keanu Reeves got the role, and you know I think he kind of killed it. So, so yeah. Ludacris... Taking over for Ja Rule. Ja Rule is in the first Fast and mm-hmm. Furious, and it just happened oh, yeah. to be when he was blowing up. So when they started recording the second one, the budget they had for Ja Rule wasn't enough for him to like to leave tour, and they put Ludacris in there, and Ludacris has been in there ever since, and his I, his character is like one of my favorite characters in that whole series. Oh, he's great. Like Tej hand, Parker, hands down. But Ja Rule was pretty funny in the first one. Menage, <laughs> <laughs> when he's racing, he's just pretty funny in the first one. When he's in it, but that was that was a good replacement. The girls want to go see the pigs. We're gonna see the fucking pigs. What <laughs> uh, other? I had a couple other honorable mentions on a buzz through. Zin for tobacco. That kind That's of, a that great one. Kind of easy. Mm. Um, I don't like. That. I, I also uh, I've been really trying to work this insult in lately like replacing calling someone like an idiot or something like that calling them a muppet (laughs) (laughs) i really like that calling someone a fucking muppet you fucking muppet uh i'm a big fan of that one uh another one i had was substitute teacher over your actual teacher because you know they're not really trying to do shit they're just phoning in for the day so like you don't really have to do much in class um 
And then uh, replacing, uh, you know, wearing a condom instead of having a child. <laughs> Seems like a, another good one for me, but those ones kind of got smart. left out. Yeah, because you don't want to bring about, a baby on a plane. What about you know? the XFL replacing the NFL? We'll see how wow. that goes. You, Talk to me in 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matt, did you have any, uh, any extras? Well, a couple, like. If LG ever needs a replacement, Nate can fill in for him. Oh, pretty good. <laughs> I like that. Do you ever not have a mirror and you use the knife, like the side of the knife, and you look at your face and the side of the knife? You need a fat no. knife, but yeah. You guys have fancy. You got fancy china at your house? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> that was a good draft, guys. Yeah. I liked it. So let me run back through. So we had Nate had eggplant replacing chicken, Tom Brady replacing Drew Bledsoe, John Stockton replacing Isaiah Thomas on the Dream Team, and cinder blocks for a bed frame. Uh, Cowboy had uh, cash app instead of cash, Sierra Miss for Sprite, Aunt Viv in, um, uh, what the hell is the show? Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince. Um, and uh, bidets for uh, toilet paper. Kingston had can't get laded uh, for masturbation. Masturbation for can't getting laid. Uh, Apple for a bowl. Books as a laptop stand, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, and Bo went replacing booze with weed, moped for a car, pirating over streaming services, and replacing uh, snack run with GoPuff. Great draft and great replacements pod. We'll sign off, and uh, you'll be back on Tuesday. Macon, Macon's going to continue the replacement pod. He'll have a couple guests. Yeah. But Let us know if you there. liked Fax and Bo together. And then I, make sure you guys, it. too, like check us out on AMP. Yeah, Tonight. AMP. 4.30, yeah, that's right, 4.30 yeah. this afternoon. We'll be on AMP and uh, having a good time. So back on Tuesday, y'all enjoy. Wow.